Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Amen. You want to bow down your head? Hallelujah. Don't be confused. Remember that we have a two-hour limit. That's all. Do you understand? Oh, do you understand? Uh-huh. So that's the only reason why we have some other things, but we're going to do the word. And if we have some time left, we'll do them. So I know that choristers were supposed to come. They are not worried. So tell them, don't be worried. Don't be worried. Then, uh-huh. But we're going to do the word first. Amen. Bow down your head. Thank God for another Sunday in his presence. Hey, I can't hear you thanking the Lord. Thank God for another day in his presence. Thank God for all that we have enjoyed so much so far. Bless the Lord for everyone who has put in so much effort to give us so much enjoyment as we have come together. Hallelujah. And now you want to pray that the Lord will touch your heart, touch you in your inner man, speak the word to you. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. To you alone be the glory. You are God alone. You are God alone. We are grateful, Lord. Father, we are grateful. Thank you for another opportunity in your presence. As we come before your word, we ask that you will speak to us. We ask that you will help us. Lord, enter into our inner place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Take your seat. I need to say before I start, I think we should stand up and give the dancing stars and the virtual choir a big hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, do you know what it means to go and stand on the streets and be dancing? Ask your neighbor, do you know what it means? And ask another neighbor, do you know what it means to be... You just come and stand here and sing for us, for you are shivering. Hey! Hey, mom, today I've seen something. I said, I've seen what? Something. I've seen something. So dancers, God bless you so much. Virtual choir, some are here, some are at home. God bless all of you. I just love the... What's the word? The, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ask your neighbor. So what again will they bring? Or what will they do? Hey! It's too nice. Hallelujah. God bless you. Take your seat. Amen. Amen. I'm very encouraged. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, do you know what it is to go to a market and go and be dancing? Yay! It will not be easy at all. All eyes. Charlie, but it's nice. It's nice. It has brought a fresh something. Then we thank God. Hallelujah. 
and the football <laughs> and the momo alert it was a very nice one in the song some of you were looking elsewhere you didn't see it <laughs> so hopefully if we have time after the word we you see there's a lot to do there's a lot to do amen hallelujah well it's a new month and there's a new word and a fresh word for all of us hallelujah amen and so i want to just move on this month september we're going to be talking about a subject that is not often spoken of but which is very important amen and you see it is something which when we start to talk about it people feel oh it's not important but there are some things that are tied to how well you are going to do in life and this is one of them and so we must take time to talk about it and so for the entire month of september we're going to be on this particular topic however before i start i want to remind you i want you to put down the date 20th september is a very very special day for in fact for the whole of ud amen the first thing is that it is International Sunday. Amen. So go into your bottom box. That cloth you have not been wearing. That hair tie you have not been tying. You know, ask your neighbor, International, what are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? Eh, but mommy, is eh, International is anything you call international. That's it. That's it. Uh-huh you know why because we are diverse cultures from different places are you with me i'm already starting to dream of what i will do <laughs> hallelujah it's also a special sunday for us because it is the sunday that we are going to use to recognize all those who have um completed yes it's true that they are at home this year they haven't had a proper graduation they're going to have a graduation that is virtual on the friday and the saturday that's 18th and 19th and so i think it's in order that on the 20th we will recognize them here amen some of them have got first class some have got second upper some second lower and it's in order to thank god for them especially for those who have been working hard in the house of god are you with me and by the grace of god they have made it and you see a number of surprises so the 20th is a date to note and it's also a day when we are going to eat not just i was going to say we're going to break bread we break bread every sunday but that particular sunday that particular sunday uh -huh, that sunday uh, what are we going to eat don't worry about it we'll get there somehow and we'll do it somehow but we'll break bread together it's a day that is used to just fellowship and 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 yeah not all days are the same tell your neighbor not all days as the neighbor your fingers cry they the same how much more the days not all days are the same so i just want you to put aside the 20th of this month and god will help us amen good so let me come back to our topic for this month we're going to be discussing the subject of honor honor <laughs> honor and yet we're going to talk about it for this month because it is so 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 important and it also gives us an opportunity to do something in the month of october every october we have what we call galatians 6 6 sunday and i'll be talking more about it during the month 
But this morning, I want to speak to you about honor. Open your Bible with me to Romans chapter 13 and verse 7. Romans 13, 7. And it says, Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. I read it again. Render therefore to all their due. Tribute to whom tribute. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Hallelujah. Now, what was Jesus saying? They had tried to tempt him and they were asking, should we pay tax or we shouldn't? You know, there are some people who are always trying to cause trouble. And he gave a teaching and he thought that, look, there are people, you give everybody their due. Some people are asking for tax. You give them their tax. Because at that they came and showed him and they said, what, are we supposed to render taxes to Caesar? He said, the money that you have, whose head is on it? He said, Caesar's head. If it is Caesar's head, please give him his due. Amen. So he goes on to say that some people to what you owe them is fear. If it is fear, fear them. <laughs> custom. If it is custom. I remember some years ago, I was going to have a crusade in a little village somewhere in the northern region. And the pastor of the church, of our church there, was a young man. And I said to him, we'll be coming to your village. Is that young lady sleeping? Please, you don't sleep in my church when I join the widow. Ah, thank you. My father taught me that we don't do this in church. Yeah, she's free to go outside, but she's not free to sleep inside the church. Thank you. Amen. So we went. We were going to have this crusade. I told the pastor, and he came, and he said, oh, we are ready. But you see, the chief of the village was his church member. And so as we were going to the village, I asked him, when are we going to greet the chief? And he said, oh, we'll meet him in church. I said, what? That's not what we do here. You see, by the grace of God, I knew the custom of the land. I said, never. They said, oh, he's, at the, he's on his way to the land. I said, no, you greet a chief in his palace. You don't greet him outside. The fact that he's your church member doesn't change it. So, when we got to the house, the chief was there. This young man just walked in and started talking. I said, I told one of my guys, catch him and throw him out before we are in trouble. <laughs> are you here? Why? Because you give custom to whom custom is due but you know one of the reasons why i remember that village is because after we greeted the chief and we went to the grounds of course he followed up he's a church member that was the village in which the imam left the young boys in the mosque <laughs> he left them there at makaranta uh, cramming chewing the learning the quran he locked them inside he came to the grounds when I finished preaching and I gave altar call, who should I see there? You know, the two things may not have been linked, but then again, they may have been linked. They may have been linked. Yeah. 
Because it's not, it doesn't easily happen that an imam will get up and come and receive Christ for everybody to see. As you have left the children. Are you in the church? Hallelujah. But what the Bible is saying is that it also says give to the, some people honor to whom honor is due. So some people honor is due them. Hallelujah. Now there are all kinds of people walking around in this world saying that, oh me dear, I honor God. You cannot worship a man. You cannot please hold your peace. Let's go to the Bible. Just let's go to the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3. No, it's real. Let's go there. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all they are in increase. So clearly we should honor the Lord because that's what these people say. Oh, it's only the Lord I should honor. I don't know what Bible you are reading because let's continue. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2 Honor thy father and thy mother which is the first commandment with promise. We remember that one as well. Are you there? But there's also 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17, which was a letter Paul wrote to his son Timothy when he left him in charge of the church. And he said, let the elders, those are the elders of the church, that rule well be counted worthy of not just honor, but double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine hallelujah and so as we come to learn the subject on honor it's showing us that yes we honor god yes you honor your parents but you also honor those who are in a certain position in the house of god so i just want to make that abundantly clear hallelujah now in the first part of this series i'm speaking to you today about different types of sons and you may be saying to yourself, ah, I thought you said honor. Please do. It is a son or a daughter who honors. Daughters, I beg you, today I'm saying sons simply because usually we use the male gender to represent all of us. So I hope that's okay. Otherwise, I have to keep on saying sons and daughters, and sons and daughters, sons and daughters. And so just like how we use the word man, yeah, I'm going to use it in that way. Amen. <laughs> so depending on the type of son, or daughter that you are <laughs> you are going to honor or not honor and that's why as we begin this whole series on honor i want you this one dear tell your neighbor you will judge yourself nobody is going to judge anybody here you just listen to the word as it is coming and then you place yourself somewhere that is what the word of god is for amen and should in case the word of god is choking you i want to remind you that that is one of the signs of the presence of god that the word pricks you when it must when the word doesn't prick you sometimes it's because you are just dead to it but when you are alive to it it's supposed to you know in case you are going out of range it pushes you back again hallelujah so we are talking about different types of sons i want to take my scripture for this from luke chapter 15 verse 11 says a certain man had two sons so you know of course we'll be talking about the, these two types there are a few others also but we'll talk about the two and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falleth to me and he divided them unto them his living let's jump down to verse 25 this is the story of the prodigal son and let's go to verse 25 now his elder brother was in the field and as he came and drew nigh to the house he heard music and dancing and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant 
And he said unto him, Thy brother is coming, thy father has killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry, and would not go in. Therefore came his father out, and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which, thou, which had devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him thy fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. Hallelujah. The first type of son that we are talking about this morning is the obvious one. A prodigal son. A prodigal son. Who is a prodigal son? Now, that word prodigal also means wasteful. Wasteful son. So this is somebody who wastes what is given to him. The first characteristic of a prodigal son is that this is a person who never flows with the vision of his father. Yeah. Now, when I use the word father, I am talking about two things. I'm talking about father in respect of it can be your biological father, but even more, I'm also speaking about your spiritual father. So it concerns all of us. Some of you, your biological father is still alive, so he's there and you must honor him. But some too, you, your biological father is not there. But your spiritual father is there. And in this house, we have one spiritual father that I believe we all know. Amen. Are you there? Or you don't know that Bishop Dag is our spiritual father? Yeah. Everything that we share with you here, it has one source. Yeah, it has one source. Amen. Hey, are you there? Yeah. So I came to say to you that, you see, we are talking about a prodigal son. Even if you are an adult, please, I need you to understand that everybody is a child of somebody. Everybody is a, is a child of somebody. We didn't just appear, both physically and spiritually. You came to the Lord because somebody is your spiritual father. You grew up in the Lord because somebody is your spiritual father. You became something for the Lord because somebody is your spiritual father. Amen. In the same way as it is in the physical. Hallelujah. And you know, as a proof that there's a child within each of us, eh? You see, it is only that you have made yourself big old. But there are some circumstances that bring out the child in you. Mm. You see, all these pastors who have one nice suit and are sitting here in front. If somebody came and gave them a gift of an electric car, you see a child image. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Somebody has come to you. They have bought you. I'm talking about a proper one, not these China ones that break apart in two days. But somebody has brought you a gift. A nice electric car, maybe this size. And you can control it with a... And then they're giving it to you. Not to your son, but to you. You understand that there's a child alive in you. Yeah. There's a child there. <laughs> Amen. There's a child there. Hallelujah. So each of us has a certain childlikeness. No wonder one of the things that we must fulfill to go to heaven is childlikeness. Yes. Jesus used the child and said that unless we become like this, we are not entering heaven. Doesn't matter your age or your size. 
push your neighbor and say are you entering heaven can you be like a child <laughs> hallelujah and so we are all children and the church is like a family in fact the church is not like a family it is a family the bible says that all of us are knit together in christ we're just one family and so if perchance you came from a background where you have not experienced family and it is happening more and more children who haven't been brought up in their home and so forth don't feel disadvantaged learn what you must learn from the church this church is like a family and if it is not a family to you maybe it is because you have just come yeah you've just arrived you've not yet become part of the family now it is also possible that you have conducted yourself in such a way that for you it is not family because that one too is possible there are different kinds of families you can have a family everybody is close but one person says that me i'm taking my children i'm even changing my name i don't like i don't uh -huh. and some of you even though you are here that's what you have done so me dear i just come to church on sunday i sit on the seat when the chair is hot i get up and i go home when it, when they say amen but today i came to say to you that it is a family it is a family yeah the church is a family and that was jesus purpose when he left us here on this earth amen and so as a son you see that god has set out people to help you along the way and that's your father helping you along the way so here was this boy in the same house with his father but he just felt that hmm Ah, yeah i don't like what my look I, i've got I'm my own man i'm my own man let me just go where i want to go let me just do what i want to do and some of you in the church are like that yeah what is this get up sit down get up sit down what is this yes i must say yes i must say all right all right are we not adults in the church what is this that we should come at this that we should do this, that, this, that, this that? what is that you see but you see i told you that the word prodigal means wasteful if the guy had been just a little patient just a little patient just a little patient yeah i know a young man who said that he was called and the person was in the church with other people and i said oh as for this church we are we are, we are the ones even training you to do the work so you just be flowing soon you will have a church where you can minister soon you start a church and you'll be called the pastor we talked and we talked one day the person came and the person told his pastor that well i think god is sending me to go and start my own church and the person left after he left within that year the people who he was with began churches they were now sent out to go and start but he was not part because he had now decided he's going as i speak i don't even think he's in church when the church didn't work went and started another one it didn't work tried to join somebody it didn't work wasted the opportunity that's prodigal that's what this boy did prodigal son he should have just waited after all a time will come when your father he doesn't even have to die to share his property sometimes he's alive and he can see that now dear my home they know i call from so let me start to put them in place and see what they would do yes sometimes it's not even because he's getting weaker but he even just wants to see that everything will continue well on the way and so he's even alive when he even shares it himself and when he shares it it is with his blessing but this boy could not wait this boy could not wait 
and there are some of us in this house this morning and this is where you find yourself a prodigal son they said go to school you say you won't go go to school you won't go when you go you are going to add yourself to some foolish friends yeah shake him well he should sit up well yes yeah you are not a child sit up well mm. hey allow me to say it yes instead you are running around with friends climbing into places going where you shouldn't go doing what you shouldn't do wasting the opportunity wasting the opportunity a prodigal son some of you as i'm speaking to you young people in particular there are things you are doing you should just stop these are your years when your parents have put you in a school they said go there to go and learn instead of going to go and learn you are busy watching pornography with your friends instead of going to learn you have already tasted we and found out that you like it yeah i'm preaching if you are near a young person push them and say they are talking to you some of you young ladies your breasts have just come small already somebody's press pressing press pressing press pressing press pressing wasting your beauty wasting 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 your height you are still growing in height your height has not even yet finished and already yeah meow meow with your meow meow in you in places what is that what's that wasteful wasteful yeah hmm. i'm preaching yeah some of you as you are there now yes you are in church on a sunday or you are at home watching i forgot to greet the word online people we are greeting you this morning in the name of jesus amen so you're watching online or you are here but your christianity has actually ground to a halt and the reason is because when we were telling you during the uh, uh, the heat of the lockdown go online listen we are praying online every tuesday we are praying every friday we are praying every thursday we are praying with our chairman go on and listen you didn't do you began to give excuses oh i don't have data oh i don't have phone oh i don't have this but everything you want to do in this life you are able to do it you did not do it and because of that today you are just a shell of a christian you have wasted the opportunity because by the time you have sat at home for six months with no church with no spiritual input you have just become a, a, a mascot that's not you know a mascot there's nothing inside though you see the, the football or whatever basketball when they are playing and then there's a break then that thing that comes many other mascots nothing you have wasted the opportunity i say you have wasted the opportunity hey the church has become quiet on me but i don't mind i'm talking to some prodigals yeah it was an opportunity to learn how to pray it was an opportunity to learn how to read the word of god it was an opportunity to learn how to pray with the psalms it was an opportunity to learn how to deal with every demon in the family and every demon in the village it was an opportunity to clear the road of your life for what lies ahead prodigal you wasted it you wasted it and pastor i don't like what you are saying 
I didn't come this morning to preach to you because of what you like. I came to preach to you the word of God. I came to preach to you what the spirit has placed on my heart. And I fear God more than I fear you. And I'm saying to you that I am pointing to the wasted opportunity so that you don't waste the next one. By the grace of God, you are still alive. There's still something small inside you that is alive. And when you look at something, one of the wisdoms of this world is to look at something and say, Yay! I've been, I've, 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 ah, my earphones, so, yeah, it's a mistake. And turn around. Turn around. The prodigal said he wasted what he had. By the time he woke up one day, he had gone to join himself to the citizen of the land. They had made a pig food eater out of him. And there are so many Christians eating with the pigs just because you will not take the opportunities in the word of God because you don't know that they are there it's an opportunity I'm talking about sons let me stay with my message types of children what type of child are you type number two a beloved son a beloved son what is it that makes a son beloved that's an obedient son you know that's an obedient son in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 17 the Bible says and lo a voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased you know to become a beloved son is not just walking around and saying oh this is my father this is my father it's in the doing it is true that by Matthew chapter 3, Jesus had not yet manifested much on earth. But he had already done something. What had he done? The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 2 that he had put off who he was. He had put off who he was. And he had come down to earth. Just like that. He had lowered himself. And he had arrived as the baby. And he had grown up to the point where now he had come to give himself to John the Baptist to baptize. It was after his baptism that God said, this is my son that I'm pleased in. He has obeyed me. He was going to lose something. A major loss. And sometimes to be somebody's son or somebody's daughter can be a major loss. And he had taken the loss. He had left all the glory. He had left all the angels. It's because you and I, it's only earth we know. But when you talk to somebody who has had the benefit of a visit to heaven and has come back, none of them wanted to return. The glory that they've seen and what they've experienced, not one has wanted to return. And yet he left it. And he came not to thumb some thankful people. But he came to people who would spit at him. He came to people who would, who, who, who would whip him. He came to people who would crucify him. But he still came. He still came. An obedient child. That's a beloved son. And there are times when God will require something of you. There are times when, you see, many times the request that your pastor is bringing to you is what God is looking for from you. It's just that he knows that we are but flesh and he passes it through a human being. And as you obey, you suddenly discover that you are his beloved son. Not because you are the best singer. Maybe your voice cries like a cockroach. But you're obedient. You're obedient. You're obedient. You're obedient. Maybe you have gone, you have gone to preach, you've gone to share the gospel. He told us to share the gospel. 
John 15, 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit shall remain. That whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he'll do it for you. He said, he is the one who has sent you. So maybe you have been going. You have been talking to people about Jesus. Maybe you can't even see your fruit, but he's happy with you. He's happy with you. So my beloved son, because you went, they closed the door in your face. They closed the door in your face, but you still went. But they still went. And because of that, he says, Ah, that's my beloved child. That's my beloved child. That's my beloved child. Ask your neighbor, Whose beloved are you? Whose beloved are you? Who are you obeying? Because there are people who obey the devil instead of obeying God. When the devil comes and he stands there and says, Open that phone, they open. He says, Go to bigmama.com and you go. He says, It's another round of pornography and you go. And then he says, This and that and you go. Hey. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Whose son are you? Whose son are you? Young people listening to me, whose son are you? If we go and ask your mother in the house now, what would they say? Mm. What would they say? Yeah. I'm talking to a young boy. You are the reason your mother cries every night. Tonight, God is warning you. He's giving this today. He's giving you an opportunity to change it. Hmm. Type number three. My time is almost up. Ah, it's not me who did though. <laughs> Type number three. A stubborn son. A stubborn son. <laughs> a stubborn son. Who is a stubborn son? <laughs> This is somebody who doesn't understand anything at all. <laughs> everything he's resisting, everything he's opposing, everything what the father wants that he dislikes it. So your father is a what? What? Give me a profession. A lawyer. The reason why I've decided that you won't do law is because your father is a lawyer. It's like just because your father likes it, you have decided that you don't like. Uh-huh. Are you there? But you see, today I need to show you something. Sometimes people think that the Old Testament, the way it has passed, no, we don't need to think about it. But let me read the scripture to you. Deuteronomy chapter 21. I'm reading from verse 18. If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his, of his mother, or that when they have chastened him he will not hearken unto them then shall his father and mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of his city and unto the gate of his place and they shall say to the elders of the city this our son is, is stubborn and rebellious he will not obey our voice he is a glutton and a drunkard and all the men of his city shall stone him with stones that he shall die so shall thou put evil away from among you and all Israel shall hear and fear I thank God for Jesus it is because of Jesus that we are no longer being stoned for stubbornness however it's my duty to inform you that man is not stoning you for your stubbornness but demons are the fact that I, I thank God because I think me I would have been dead a long time. 
Mm-hmm. I thank God for Jesus. That stubbornness, you know, if you don't let go of it, it's demons who will be beating you. Demons who will be stoning you. And that is one of the reasons why people do not do well. It's not only children who are stubborn. They are stubborn children and stubborn adults. Some of you have been in this church. Every Sunday you hear us say things over and over and over. Every Sunday we do altar call. Then saying that you have not given your life to Christ. After today. As for coming here, you come. Oh. That's not a problem. But giving your life to Christ. No. No. You have just been coming. You said that, oh, it's okay that I'm coming. You have written your own Bible, eh? We stand in this church. I think if I'm to talk about something more, if I look at what we have preached about most, we talk about working for the Lord. That's apart from salvation, it's working for the Lord. You are here. You have heard it one year, two years, four years, five years. I've been in this church. This is my 11th year. You are still just going and coming. Unchangeable. That's stubbornness. What is that? You have heard the time, but you can't hear. A certain deafness is what has caught you. And you are just going and coming, going and coming. Stubbornness. And it may be the reason why some things are also not working for you. Because God still does not like stubbornness. The fact that he doesn't allow them to stone us doesn't mean he loves it. Are you there? You have traveled. You see, when you insist on being stubborn, after a while, God just turns away. Yeah, just, 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 yeah, moves on. That's why some of the opportunities we have are not available again. He has moved on. He has moved on. Even we, like human beings, when there's somebody that you have tried to work with or tried to like or tried to, and then they won't, you just, you just move on. Oh, you don't move on. You continue. God says, I will not strive with you forever. I won't fight with you forever. No. At that point, he says, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He told his disciples, he said, as I've sent you to the town, when you get there, go, enter, start to preach, start to talk. If they don't receive you, take your shoe. Shake the dust from it. Not, you don't even need to speak. Just shake the dust and go. Eesh. One day. There was a certain city, a certain seriously wild evangelist <laughs> went to that city. When they went, when he went, Ranad Bonke, when he got to the village, the town, due to some something and something, they chased him out of the city. They chased him out of the city. Sometime, I believe it was last year, healing Jesus crusade went to that same city. I was told, I wasn't there, but I was told that when the issue of coming for a crusade came up, some people said, hey, crusade, somebody is coming. However, they will come, they should come. And then they said, because when that man of God was driven out of the town, something left the town. Yeah. And they felt that ever since that time, and <sighs> Kuyi, your stubbornness is enough. Oh. You see, when I stand here, I have not mentioned Charlie. My people are also giving us stars. I'm giving four marks. <laughs> I hear this was one of the foremost evangelists. In fact, he was the foremost evangelist of his time. Yeah. 
and it is believed that Bishop Dag has caught that anointing and we are seeing it coming out. Amen. Are you here? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey, I don't know what God has been talking to you about, but I feel that many of us, different, different things, he's been speaking to you about something and you have been resisting him. The Bible says that stubbornness is like a witchcraft. If I'm not like this witchcraft. Hey, are you there? Somebody, he called you. You know that as he called you, you were supposed to be an intercessor. You know. But you have been doing... You see, because when you are called to be an intercessor, nobody sees you. Nobody sees you. It's your sleep that is interrupted. It's you and God, your thing. So it has a price. It has a cost. Meanwhile, you see people, when they come and sing, they clap for them. When they come and pray, they clap for them. When they come and do films, when they come and dance. And so you sit there, you wonder that, ah, so me that I woke up and because of my prayer cry that they are able to do, no? Ah, you think that these people are dancing and doing things, it's their own power. The intercessors who are praying under, that's why they are able to do. But they are never acknowledged. So say this one. That was the Ajumadia me yet. That was the Ajumadia me yet. I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. You see, when I said stubbornness, many of us, our mind quickly went to a child who, when they send him, he doesn't go. When they, you know. <laughs> but but let, bring it home. Tell your neighbor, bring it home. Think about yourself. Bring it home. I don't want to talk about stubborn wives for fear that I'll fall inside myself. I don't want to talk about it. Hey. Wives, what I'm saying is it true or it's not true? Have you noticed I'm not looking at any wife? It's true. Ah. Today I was having a chat with one of my daughters who is a wife. And she texted me and said, Oh, I'm going to do this. But he said this. I said to her, please do what he says. I know the <laughs> I think you're the only honest lady here. The way you are smiling, you understand what I'm saying. Hey! Stubbornness. And we know how to maneuver. Recently, a certain wife told me, Oh, hmm, my mistake. Oh, hmm, but I'm pregnant again. I said, Hey, it's your husband who believed that it's by mistake. But me and you, we know that this was your desire all along. <laughs> because her husband had told her there will be two and she said I want three then she did as if I've heard what he said I've heard I've heard I've heard now you will catch him and say this one here from so ah and what do you ah never I told her maybe he will believe you she said oh I was even crying and he was coaxing me I said ah. <laughs> Yo, maybe he believes you, but me that I am here. When he said two and you said three, I had even told him what I didn't tell her was that a year before I told her that, brother, if you say two, she says three, you better start bagging you because it will be three. <laughs> David, it's not my fault. Stop what you are doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. A stubborn son. God is saying so many things to us. Let our hearts be soft. 
let our hearts be soft. Amen. Oh, are you here? You see, you may think I'm speaking to you. I'm also preaching to myself. Yeah, I'm also preaching to myself. Things that God asked me to do. And I just maneuvered. I just you see, sometimes when we are doing some things and we know it's a maneuver. Yes. Yeah. You know that you should wake up and pray. Then you don't wake up. So when you are up during the day, you pray more hours. But that's not what he asked you to do. I thought you said there's some other people who are stubborn. Do you understand what I'm saying? He asked you, say, wake up at this time. You didn't wake up. So when you woke up now, at the time that suits you, no? Now God say, yeah, one hour, be another two hours, be mommy, be two hours. I said, yeah, five hours. Oh, everybody, my sorry. Ah, as I'm awake, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, mama, mama, eleven o'clock. They say, hey, I said, two hours, I said, mama, five. I say, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just witchcraft we are trying to practice on him. To convince him. <laughs> Look, I say as I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. So if don't be, you, you're annoyed with me. How can you be annoyed with me? I say I'm preaching to myself. I, hmm. <sighs> Somebody by this time you should have been a pastor. You should have been a pastor. When they say come for training, you say na lie. No, in fact, you came. When they say exam, you say na lie. When you say exam, you say na lie. So you have begun to go around. You say, oh, I even win souls on my own. I even do door to door on my own. I even go around. I do this. I do that. I pray, Shelly. Shelly. Hey. Hmm. Hey, tell your neighbor, so this one, I'll not ask you. I'm thinking about myself. I'll not ask you any question. Hey. Uh, it seems receive it well. Oh. Mm. Mm. I, I didn't say anything. I didn't. Did I say something? I, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Ah, have I called? I mean, country. Hey. Are you in the house? You are wondering why there's no joy in your life. You wonder. You wonder why everything is working. It looks like it's working, but still, you're not happy. Check it out, oh. Check it out. Check it out. I came there. Everything was supposedly working. But there was something that wasn't there. Inside, leanness of soul. When I finally asked God, He said, I told you this thing. I told you this thing. I told you. I told you. Hey, let's continue. Today is not, it's not, tell anybody, it's not confession time. The last, <laughs> I'm just sharing it with you for you to understand that it happens to all of us. Oh. But what you do with it, you were supposed to have been preaching. Small difficulty because you ran away. And then you wonder why you can't settle. You won't settle. Or you will do something to be pseudo. It's not as he planned it to be. It's not as he planned it to be. He said, preach for me. You say, I'm going to do my business. 
You see, the business can even be working all. But you see, if the business is working, then you, your situation is even more sorry than the one whose business is not working. Because the one whose business is not working will come and say, you will go back to God because nothing is working. But the one that is working, you will now fool yourself that, hey, hey, is it not a sign that God is with me? Whoever told you that the sign of something working is the sign of God's approval? Whoever told you that? Then Jesus would have failed. Who suffered more than him? Then Jeremiah would have failed. Isaiah would have failed. Did you ever read about their lives? If, if, if things supposedly working. Meanwhile, as you are there, as they are supposedly working, inside you, I said, baby, baby, something. Something. Hmm. My last one. An elder son. We're talking about types of son. Number one was what? Prodigal. Number two was what? Beloved son. Number three, stubborn. Stubborn. And number four, an elder son. Stubborn people, their neck is quickly broken. Oh, don't forget it. I'm moving. An elder son. This is somebody, you see, in the story, it describes him for us. He stays with the father. He doesn't do anything wrong. He doesn't go away. He works with the father and everything. There's only one problem. He doesn't share the father's heart. The compassion the father had, he didn't have. In fact, if the prodigal son had waited and come back when the father had died and had met the elder son, it would have been bloody in the house. He would have received nothing, only that maybe instead of looking at, after pigs over there, he would have been looking after sheep over here, if even he's lucky to get a place. Are you here? Hmm. Are you there? Yeah. The elder son represents those of us who are in the house. We have been here for a long time. And we do not like it that the father opens the door to receive others, including the lost ones. And when we match ourselves with those lost ones, we feel that we are better off. Are we not more faithful? Are we not more proper? Are we not better trained? Are we not more... Than this, you see, because the lost son, you see, the Bible says that the father fell on his neck and kissed him. I want you to understand that the guy, he was working with pigs. You don't know what it means to work with pigs, maybe. I worked with pigs for some years of my life. Number one, when I finish working with them, the attire that I wear, it cannot go anywhere. It must be removed there. Yeah, out here. The shower must be taken there. So that when you leave, otherwise in your house, it will stink like a pigsty. So the guy was stinking. And you see, some of us in the house here, you have your elder brothers. You haven't done anything wrong. Always here. Always dependable. Always faithful. But you don't have the father's heart. In this house, the father's heart is for lost souls. The father's heart is to bring others in. The father's heart is to plant churches. That's the heart that is here. And you have been here all this time. All this time you have been here. But you don't have his heart. Yeah. The guy, he had the father's provisions. But he didn't have his heart. When he was protesting and saying that, eh, 
this boy has come and you have done this and you have done this and you have done this. Then the father said, everything that I have is for you. As you are here, everything is for you. Those who go and come, some can go to school, come four years, they are gone. You will see them on the 20th. We'll just come and show you their pictures somewhere we almost call. You are here. Everything is for you. Those ones, when they do their wedding, we go elsewhere. When we are doing yours, we do it here. We do it here. But you don't have my heart. You don't have it. That is why when you see the others, you are angry. That is why when we say, let's go and do outreach, you don't come. That's why, you know, recently somebody told me and said, let's do a crusade. And they said, Pastor says, are you not the one who said we should go and do crusade? And I said, we should go and do, what did I tell you? I told you that, well, we will do. But know that when we are doing it, only those who are setting up will be there. They won't come. Am I lying? Did I tell you this or I didn't tell you? Did I say it or I didn't say so I said, those of you who are saying, let's go and do, let's go and do, be ready that you are going to do the setting. And when you finish, you know, we'll go around, we'll go and call one on one and come. Because you are here. If you are a new member of the church, you've just come, God bless you, you are welcome. But this particular elder brother, I'm speaking to those who have been here for a long time. You have been here for a long time, but you won't do. That is why the joy of the father, you don't have it. This is where the, the father's heart was. He said, my son, he was lost. He was dead. As he has come back, I feel joy. What do you feel when people give their lives to Christ? Do you feel anything at all? Does it matter to you at all? Does it matter to you that right now in heaven, as we are approaching the month of September, your account in heaven for souls won in 2020 is exactly zero? Does it worry you at all? Does it worry you? Does it move you at all? We can't get up there and go and say that, oh Lord, you know, because of where the virus are here, the corona, no? Hey, you'll make it to heaven, but in Gabriel, I give you a slap, oh, so not be easy. The elder son is also here. When I look at the whole story, I would rather be a prodigal son that, that repented than an elder son. So those of you who've been here for a long time, who have been warming the chair for a long time, this is my message to you. What moves you? Jesus is asking. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. If the feeling that you have is annoyance, I want to suggest to you that you need Jesus today. It's a sign. It's a sign of which side you are on. Rise to your feet. And begin to pray. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Begin to pray for yourself. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Which type of son am I? Tell him that you want to be a beloved child, a beloved son. Not a prodigal one. Not a stubborn one. Not even the elder one. But a beloved one. One who does the will of the Father. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. You are praying for yourself. You are praying for yourself. You are praying for yourself.
Prima Lando Loboki and Derianda Lababababa. They must own Derianda Lababababa. Oh, yes, Macasson de Masanda. Forgive us, Lord. Riando Loboki and Deleve. Rekasanda Lababababa. Forgive us, Lababa. Rikeando Loboki and Deleve. Remasando Lobo, Rianda Lababa. To have the Father's hearts. Randa Labos. As you stand before the Lord this afternoon, I want you to turn back to God. Thank God that you've heard this, me this message while you are still alive. Begin to talk to him. Give your life back to him. But there are some of us here today who say we didn't know, but we want to give our life to Jesus. We want to give our life to Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to give your life to Jesus, just wave at me. You are here, say, I've been coming to church, I've been coming, but I, I'm not sure if my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, but I want it to be written there. I'm not sure that if Jesus were to come today, I'll be going some, but I want to go to heaven when I die. If that is you and you are not sure, lift up your right hand and we'll pray together. Lift it up. This is not the time to think about your neighbor. God bless you. This is not the time to think about the friend who brought you. This is the time to think about yourself. It's your name in the book of life. If you've lifted up your hand, please come out of there. Just come and stand here. We're going to pray together. Just come to me. Come, 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 come. Step out and come. Let us pray together. Come. Jesus is calling you this morning. Jesus is calling you this morning. Jesus is calling you this morning. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There is joy in heaven over every single one of you this morning. Just come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. There's one person, you're not as young as these ones and you are thinking, do I belong here? Yes, you do. Also come. Also come. Also come. Also come. Also come. Don't move them. Just put the new person there. Stop what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. If you're standing in front, I want you to pray this prayer. No, somebody, one person, please come. Your heart is beating as you are standing there. Just come. Just come. Come on to Jesus. Oh yes, just one person. You are just not sure. You're just not sure. God bless you. God bless you. You must know that Jesus loves you. That's why he waited for you to come. There's much space. They can just fit in. Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you. As you bow your head, let us pray. Pray this prayer after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus. I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Amen. Father, I thank you for each of these young ones standing here. I pray, Lord, that you will lift up your eyes upon each life. May they never go back in Jesus' name. But may they be good sons, beloved sons and daughters of yours. 
bless their lives bring them out of trouble bring them out of situations i break away every addiction over their lives and i ask lord that your will will be done for them in jesus name amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message for more information you can follow us on facebook fountain of life cathedral and on instagram and twitter at folcaibs god richly bless you